Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One and one to Jake. Here's the pitch, and that's a towering drive deep down the right field line. This one's way back. It's going to go. A long home run to right field for Jake Cronenworth. And the Padres add on. It is 5-3, San Diego in the eighth. This is Dirt and Sprague. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and the pitch on the way to Bryce Harper. Got him, swinging, strike three, series all tied up, one apiece. Down the stretch, the Braves had to take out some of the biggest aces in the division to win the division. Tonight, they take down another one to even up this series at a game apiece. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. That's assault, brother. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. <laughs> All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Good morning. Happy Thursday. What is happening? How we doing? How we doing? That's assault, brother. That is assault, brother. <laughs> you can't do that, man. I'm just gearing up for Commanders and Bears tonight. I can't wait. I'm going to watch every second of this football game. And it's going to be a glorious night of Thursday night football. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm going to gamble on this game <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> When I, it was the funniest thing to me last week when we were all suffering through Colts and Broncos and everybody was complaining about how bad that game was. And then a few of us had the foresight to look forward and say, I wonder what next week is. I wonder what our reward is for going through Colts and Broncos. And then you quickly learn, oh, that's right. We get commanders and bears. Amazon tweeted out a photo <laughs> teasing this game about three days ago. And it said, gear up Thursday Night Football, Commanders at Bears. <laughs> and everybody noticed the photos they used of Carson Wentz and Justin Fields. Carson Wentz is doing the hand-through-the-hair pose with his head kind of down like, oh. And Justin Fields has a look on his face like he just threw an interception. <laughs> and somebody said, I don't know if you guys meant to use these photos, you know, specifically, but... It's perfect. It does line up with the matchup. It, it you know, it, it's one of those things where um, we, we talk a lot of gambling on this show. We do. It's great to gamble on the NFL every weekend. But you got to admit, the one thing about tonight, and this is no different than me going to, like, my nieces or nephews' sporting events. If you can gamble, you can make it interesting. Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm choosing to actually, and I want to talk about this at 615 today, because you put up a poll question that I find fascinating oh what are you gonna watch more of today i think we have got a bunch of liars <laughs> a ton of absolute pathological liars that are sitting there like yeah i'm, I'm watching baseball of course it's gonna okay. be baseball yeah sure we'll 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 see the numbers and we'll yeah. get back to you on that but i'm going to my nephew's soccer game he's got two games left he's you know he's four years old so he's like little peewee soccer yeah they're running around hurting cats which by the way do you know they play soccer differently now uh, no. How do you play soccer? So you should try Do your nieces and nephews play soccer? They do play soccer. Yeah. Have you gone to a game? I've, I've been to the football game, but I've not been to a soccer game yet. They're playing football? Flag football. Yeah. Oh, flag football. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I, I was, you, you can rope me into that. I'll go watch that. Well, if you do go to a soccer game for your, your, your family, they do this thing now where they don't play on traditional soccer fields. Right, so you go back to when you used to play soccer as a kid. We right. all kind of played soccer at one point. Everybody played soccer as a kid. Regular goal. They don't do that anymore. They have these miniature, they do two goals on the field on both ends. Huh? Yeah, so they do like, a, I would say the goal is probably about three feet wide and maybe three feet tall. It's a three-by-three three goal. It's like a little plastic one that pops up, and, you know, the back end, the ball could go through it if, it if it needs to. I'm assuming there's no goalie. 
There's no goalie, and they put one goal on the right side of the little field that they've now play on, and then they put another goal on the left side. And if you're going, well, Sprague, you just said your nephew's four. Don't worry. I've seen the older kids, like, at eight, nine. They're playing with these goals, too. And I I find it very odd, to be honest with you, that there's two goals for each team. And it kind of, like, it changes how you feel a little bit because my nieces and nephews are good little athletes. And it's not to take anything away from them, but, like, my niece will kick a ball and, you know, she's not always controlling if it goes to the right or left side of the field. But it doesn't matter. She's right in line it with a goal. It doesn't matter. And so, like, she'll score a goal on the right side, and I'll be Woo! proud of her rooting, but I'm kind of like, yeah. well, hey. in real soccer. She scored that one on the left goal. There'd be one in the middle, and <laughs> we'd have a goalie. And, and they've gotten completely away from that in soccer. <laughs> the defense was a little more stout on the left side of the field. You took the easy path. Okay, I'm making, I'm making note of that. It's a goal. It's a good-looking goal, but it wasn't as impressive as it could have been. Right. Why? Is that just to get more action? I don't know what that is. I, it's I, kind I, of a weird thing. Yeah, and it's not like it's that hard for kids to score in an unguarded goal. I used to dominate soccer at a young age because if you're decently athletic, you're you can, just getting a goal. You're running around, and yeah. most of the kids don't want to be there, and they're right. not paying attention. And... You know, if you're a kid who cared, you scored a goal. You scored a couple <laughs> goals, actually. You go score a goal. I, don't, I, I, I often joke that in, in golf we should do that. And I'm I'm a big proponent of. You want two holes? <laughs> Give on me a two hole. holes, and let me see let, whatever hole I land closer to, I can choose to play. Wow! I think it would be fun to see how low you could go if you had two, like on one side of the green, other side of the green. Depending on where your approach shot goes, you can go play that hole. Would you rather have two holes on a green, or a bigger cup? Ooh! See? Now, how big of a cup are we talking? I'll call like it a slightly bigger cup, a yard or? circumference. Oh, you got to take that then. You take that? You take that in a heartbeat. Just because it's so big. I mean, you could pour putts in from all over the yeah, place. Yeah, you're right. You'd shoot like a 50. But imagine how many times, well, you, you don't have this problem as much as I do, but like if I get a gur, a green regulation, you're gurring it. There's almost not a better feeling that I've ever had in anything I've done than when you get the ball on the green after your second shot. It feels great, man. You walk into that hole and you're like, I got a yes. party putt, baby. Yes, you check that little gur box on your scorecard. Most of the problem of mine is I end up, I, I celebrate and I walk up and I go, awesome, 35 foot putt. Better not leave it short or go past. <laughs> and it and, ends up happening. Yeah. I come up short, and then, it's okay, I got a nine-foot par putt. Let's save par here. Nope, didn't save par. Walk off bogey. Birdie bogey. There we go. <laughs> if you gave me two holes on opposite sides of the green, I, I think I might take that just given where my right. ball usually lands. You might be a long ways away from the normal hole, and you could aim for the middle of the green. And if you miss left, you're close to that hole. If you miss right, you're close to that hole. And there you go. You're playing from there. So somebody said uh, it's a Portland soccer thing. They don't do that in Vancouver. Well, they, play, they don't play in Portland. Okay. They're playing in the Beaverton Hillsboro. It's a Beaverton thing then. <sighs> Suburbs. No, I've Can't seen it. Them. I've seen it in Clackamas. It's, I it's have little been, kids. I don't go to a, I don't go to a lot of soccer games, but I have been to a few of the niece and nephew, and I have not noticed the two goal thing. I have noticed like one semi larger goal that's like in the middle of the field. But somebody texted in and said they do it so players don't bunch up. So you spread out a little bit more. And if that is the theory, then I'm all for that. Because little kid soccer is just like clumps, and you just clump around the field, and you move slowly. I'm not refuting that listener at all, okay? I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I have the answer. I don't have the answer. I asked my brother-in-law this, and it actually kind of pisses him off. <laughs> he's going to be – he already is. He's going to be one of those dads. Yeah. He's he's a very competitive person, <laughs> and his his kids, again, they're, they're good little athletes. And I think he's going to be really heavy, not loud, obnoxious, but very supportive – traveling sports dad yeah when his kids get older and they can play on like traveling teams and do all year-long things you have team issued gear yeah it's gonna be like yo we're going to a family trip in hawaii and like well we have a tournament in temecula <laughs> we cannot go we gotta go like i wouldn't be shocked if he did that his nephews do that and they're really good athletes they're gonna go to college d1 type athletes and so i won't be shocked if that's him i asked him about this and i think it kind of drives him crazy that there's two goals he's like i don't, I don't know he, yeah. he had no answer but to that listener's point, maybe that's the reason they still bunch together. Yeah, you can't – no matter what you try, I think, in soccer, you can't really avoid that because it's kids. And it's like the only thing that soccer kid, – the kids know playing soccer is that the ball's the magnet. Yeah. And you go to the go to the ball. Right. There's no spacing. There's no like, hey, pass it over here. I'm open. It's ball. Go. Ball. Go. That's all you know. I did a chuckle. My, my nephew started playing flag football this year, and it's been fun. And I, my brother sent me a highlight this Sunday – 
And I just started laughing. Oh, he's all over it. I'm Is getting he in a huddle. I'm getting Is the all twenty two film. We're going over play calls. He's coaching him. He's having a great time. But I, I started laughing my ass off. He sent a video and they have like it's it's like you know, third grade flag football. There's right. you know, five people on the field on each team. You can't really blitz, you hike it. Most you just usually run it and if you can pull a flag, you're not gonna go very far. My nephew was playing quarterback and when he hiked the ball, he clapped to hike the ball. And I just started dying laughing. I was like, where did he pick that? Is he watching like college football? Did he picked that up. He was like, yeah. He was like, usually we just say hut. And now he's, now he does the clap. And then they hike him the football. And I thought, you know what? That's something that I would do when I was in third grade. Pick up on something you see on T. I'm surprised he's not yelling Omaha already. Omaha! Omaha! They're yeah. hiking the ball in flag football. It is funny. I, I, I had to go to, I went to a flag football game a couple weeks ago for a friend of mine's kid. And uh, it was funny to watch them hike. They didn't, he didn't do the clap thing. But it's weird because these kids, they know how to play the game, but there's this weird delay every play where they would hike the football, and it's a slow, like, hike in. Yeah. And then the kids, you know how, like, the quarterbacks in college turn around with a ball on with two hands on the ball, and they'll either do, like, an RPO? They do that, but they never pull it back. <laughs> and so they'll, like, hold it, and then they wait, and then the kid, you can tell it's going to run it. Will run up. It'll put his arms up, like leaving a gap for the ball. And the defense doesn't react until the kid has the football. That's right. You're running that Stanford slow mesh. They don't know what's going to hit them. That's exactly what it was. The Stanford slow mesh. That's a very good way of putting it. It's exactly like that. I, it's so funny to me to see kids do that kind of stuff because I was that way as a kid. Like you just mimic oh, yeah. whatever you see on television. You mimic, and you think you're you're looking exactly you think like you it look on so, TV. Like I got a wristband on. I'm wearing a mouthpiece. Like I got cool cleats. Like I look like a badass. When I, I start, so I started playing tackle football. I was in fourth grade, and I, I I played earlier than all my friends. My friends' parents wouldn't sign them up right away. Fourth grade's pretty early. I started in fifth. It is pretty early, and uh, I'm pretty convinced I had two concussions in fourth and fifth grade. Like, I'm pretty sure I did, although I'm not 100% convinced because we didn't really know much about concussions. Uh, but I remember my first year playing, I got, I, got, uh, I got my jersey, and I got my mouthpiece, and my mom buys my mouthpiece, and I got really pissed. And I go, what is this? And she goes, it's your mouthpiece. You, know, you need a mouthpiece. I yeah. don't want you, you to get hurt. You got to protect your teeth. And I said, this is not what I asked you to get. And she goes, Brandon, it's a mouthpiece. And I go, it's not the Deion Sanders mouthpiece. <laughs> and I had to have the mouthpiece that covered your mouth. Yeah, that covers your lips. Because there wasn't a like a, that was Jerry such, Rice is my all-time favorite. Yeah. There wasn't a cooler player to watch, though, than Deion Sanders. And I had to have the Deion helmet mm -hmm. with the two bars because I wanted to look just cool, and I got it. I ended up getting it. I made a couple bucks doing some yard work. You have a bandana on underneath the helmet, I, I too. Did. I did. I wore a bandana. My grandma gave me a bandana, That's and I the put the red bandana on. I had the mouthpiece. I had the helmet, <laughs> and I thought I looked like the coolest <laughs> MF'er ever at that football game, when in reality I looked like this puny, skinny, scrawny <laughs> kid that right. somebody was probably like, why is he allowed to play tackle football right now? Some little nine-year-old. Yeah, somebody said, yeah, I geared up with the rag and all like Deion Sanders of Florida Hell State. Yeah. That was the look, man. You'd always have to try and get a cool number, too, like depending on what position you played. If you were a DB, you'd always want number 21. Yeah. Wide receiver, you'd always want number 80, right? Like you'd always – Barry Sanders was yep. big back when we were kids. Like that was your running back number. It's so funny, though, to think of the vision you had of yourself in your head. And then I'll occasionally, like, stump, like my mom's been offloading stuff to me, like, just take this, take this box, take, like, getting rid of all my old childhood things. And I'll, I'll look through some of them, and you get, like, an old, like, Pop Warner football picture, and you just start laughing. Like, God, I look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't anybody stop me? But you thought you looked cool, though, I didn't thought you? I looked cool, and I guess that's all that matters. It is uh, funny. I, I got one of my old class pictures from my mom not long ago. I probably was in fourth or fifth grade. So it's, like, right at the age where... You're starting to feel a little, yeah. little good about yourself, and like you think you're cooler than you are, and like you get a little attitude. I got the cool friends yeah. and yeah. whatever. And I remember thinking back then, like, oh yeah, I play football every recess. I dominate. <laughs> Me and my friends, we kind of run this school. And I look back at my photo, and I'm wearing like this Dr. Jack Ramsey's flannel-looking plaid, you know, colored sweatshirt with. With um, uh, what are those pants? Uh, oh my God! With the lines down them, I'm blanking right now. The lines down. Them. Uh, 
Not jeans. They're not jeans. What's another kind like of? Corduroy? Corduroy. Corduroy They're pants. like a mustard corduroy. And I remember that outfit, and I went, I thought I was so cool. And I'm like, look at this little dweeb in this photo. He thought he was so cool, a little nerd right here. Does anybody still wear corduroy? My wife. Your wife still wears corduroy. God help me get her to stop. She still wears and corduroy. She, she knows I hate it. How? Like, what's the reasoning for corduroy? Comfort. Is it comfortable? It's, I mean, I haven't worn them since it, I was like eight, but I feel it's like it's a they, softer material. Okay. So, like, you know, the not the. <laughs> I'm gonna put up a poll question. Do you still wear corduroy? Yeah, I don't know if I've never seen it. Well, I haven't seen a guy wear corduroy in a long time. No. But my wife has corduroy overalls that show once in a, and they're like this putrid, ugly brown color. And I just look at her and I'm like, I don't say much about your outfits. Because who, who am I? I wear yeah. a white T-shirt every day if I could. I got nothing. But, God, did you th- can you burn that, please? <laughs> get rid of the corduroy. <laughs> What's wrong with just jeans? Oh, you know, my. normal old jeans. Well, Wear and those. And then you got to make it overalls. Like, what are we doing here? Like, weird brown corduroy overalls? Like, even worse than normal corduroy. Please get rid of those, man. Yeah, I'm going to put a poll question up. Do you still wear corduroy? Man, trying to be cool back in the day. It was always the thing. It really was. Uh, all right, well, uh, let's get it going here. We got our Pac-12 picks against the spread. I want to pick up where you were kind of going there. I'm sorry to derail that there. Yes, you derailed me. I don't even know what what was I saying. Uh, how bad tonight's football game is. Oh, yeah, tonight's game sucks. Uh, well, I got a caveat for you. And also, I still think the point is valid. If you allowed live gambling at kids' sporting events, they might sell out their games. And they'd actually get more support. So let's legalize gambling at kids' sporting events. We just need bookies walking around public parks everywhere. Who you got? The Knights or the Raptors? Knights are minus 155. Picture the kicker from the replacement guys. Yes, they're just walking around smoking a when heater. When they smoking a heater, and you're like, who's your kid? I don't got a kid. I don't got a kid. And you like, you I'm want just taking the action. Yeah, I'm just taking the action. <laughs> the over-under is four and a half goals. You want the over or the under? You want to live bet this at four and a half, or <laughs> you want to take those points? Yeah, uh, give me the over. Uh, all right, coming up next, you guys are all lying, and you know it, and we need to talk about it. Dirt and Sprague, we start there on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, a lot of you guys are lying to yourselves, and you know it, but you won't admit it. And I don't know why we do this, just to lie about it. But Dirt puts up some poll questions yesterday. There's a few of them up there. Who will win? Who will finish the highest in the Pac-12 standings? OSU, Wazoo, UW. But you asked a poll question, what will you watch more of tomorrow? And I enjoy, I'm glad you put this up because your options are playoff baseball. You got two games today, both the American League games. Or Commanders-Bears. Now, to be fair to some of the listeners that responded, you do have some college football games that could be interesting. Baylor-West Virginia could be a fun little college football game, even though they're not great this year. I got to be honest with you. I didn't know any of that was going on. I probably should have looked, but I didn't look. 
Well, you know me. I don't. I don't play much of the schedule game. I'm yep. more of the oh, this is on TV. Sweet, I'm going to watch it. Yep. And I could imagine that I'm going to get home from my nephew's soccer game tonight, and I'll probably turn on the Baylor West Virginia game and check in on that. But the two biggest options are the NFL or the playoff uh, baseball. Now, I know we got a lot of Mariner fans voting in these polls in, in this region. I mean, that game's going to be over, though, by the time that the Thursday night football game starts. This is an absolute lie result of poll questions. Because 73.9% of you are saying you're going to watch playoff baseball over the 26.1% saying you're going to watch Commies Bears. <laughs> we all know the answer. We're addicted. We have an issue. We have a problem. It's not healthy. It's not safe. We probably should not watch, but we will watch. So I got a couple things for you here. First of all, a little gambling nugget. Okay, fire away. You know Carson Wentz has never lost Thursday Night Football. I did not know that. He How many times has he played? 6-0. Six 6-0 and oh. Six and oh on Thursday Night Football. I made that record up. Undefeated, though. I know he oh. is undefeated on Thursday Night Football. Is it like 1-0? Oh? No. There's a difference. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's a few games. Okay. I, I can't remember if it's 5, <laughs> if it's 4, if it's 6. It's somewhere in that wheelhouse. But he's dealing with shoulder discomfort. And also butthurt syndrome because his coach hates him. Yeah, that's not good. Um, let me sell you on it here, okay? I mean, you don't have to sell me because I'm going to watch this game, but you go are. ahead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem. Look, we're in the trust tree here. This game's going to be horrible. I watched every second of Colts and Broncos. If I'm willing to watch every second of Colts and Broncos, why would I not watch Commander's Bears? Now, doesn't mean it's going to be on the big screen the entire time. You give me a you know tight down the wire battle between Cleveland and New York in that second playoff game, I'll, that will get big screen deference. But I'm gonna have a screen on this game all night. Well, here's my thinking: in I don't know if you can have a worse football game than what Colts Broncos was. I really don't. Not a one touchdown. Don't, don't tempt the gods. Oh, I will. Don't you tempt the I'm gods? I'm kind of interested in seeing if we get three nothing. I kind of want three to two. Can you imagine if we got a three to two ending tonight? I want, a, I, want a, I want a safety early, and you're like, "Ooh, this is exciting!" Nothing happens the rest of the game. Boom, game winning field Would goal. Would Kirk Herbstreet denounce the NFL forever and Al Michaels just say, <laughs> Walk "Just off. void the rest of the contract. I'm done. I'm not doing this." I'm out. The funny thing, too, by the way, real quick, is yeah. that next week uh, is it I, another crap game? I just had Amazon it yeah. probably got the shaft because they're the new one to the, the table. They shouldn't get the great game. No, they should not. Next, and Thursday sucks. Well, no, okay, it's not horrible. Saints and Cardinals next week. That's not great. Not great. It's probably going to be somewhat entertaining. It's not Commanders Bears, but it ain't good. Okay, do you buy the Brady thing? We didn't talk about that last week. Tom Brady said, he was asked what you make of the NFL so far, and he said, a lot of bad football. Has it been a lot of bad football for you or just a few games have been bad football? Uh, well, here's the, here's the tough part for me is when you watch on the red zone, you don't get to see all of the football, right? Like, so for, for the primetime games, I feel like we've had a pretty decent run. Like that Kansas City-Vegas game was good. But Tom Brady's not watching all of these games standing No, alone. I know. Like, he's the, seeing the highlight packages. The Cincinnati-Baltimore game was pretty good on yeah, Sunday night. Like, that was a good game. I know Thursday night sucked. The Broncos have been out there too much. That's been the main That's issue. That's been the problem. They've already been on primetime like three times. Thanks a lot, Russell Wilson. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure it's always a combination. I think it's you, you realize the glaring weaknesses in offensive line and quarterback when you get ugly football. It's true. Like, if you don't have a good offensive line, which last Thursday night, the Colts offensive line and Broncos offensive line were just horrific. They couldn't run the football. The quarterbacks were under duress the entire game. And you're getting quarterbacks that struggle because of it. And when you get that, you're going to get an ugly product. And it's just like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Some people view that and say this is great defense, and I love watching it. But I think the most, the majority of us are used to watching an NFL. Like this weekend, we get Chiefs and Bills. How great is that game going to be? Elite quarterback play, points up and down, going up and down the field. Like that's going to be an amazing game. And when you put that against a, a quarterback battle of Justin Fields and Carson Wentz, like yeah, it's going to look like pretty crappy football. Uh, the Bears are dead last in passing. Yes, talking about are. bad quarterback play and bad offensive line. So the Bears are dead last. Yes, the Commies are. are 22nd. And pass blocking, the Commies are 21 and the Bears are 25th. So we have bad play at quarterback and offensive line tonight, uh, especially from Chicago's and Justin Fields and the Bears passing offense is one of the worst we've seen in like 35 years. It really is. It's that bad. That being said, here's my only like saving grace. Uh, I think when you have two crap teams on a short week, no rest, maybe they end up doing the opposite of what they kind of are. And maybe we end up with like a 29-27 type of game where we go, hey, you know, those teams are awful. And there were some really bad decisions made on that field. But that was a somewhat entertaining football game. That's my only saving grace. Okay. And and my baseball team's not playing today. They no. tied their series. 
The Mariners have the early game today. Yeah, they start at 12.30 today. i got to be honest with you. I don't want to lie here, and I think everybody's lying. I'm watching football. Are you going to have a tablet on Guardians and Yankees? No. Oh, I, okay. I, I could, See, I will. I could not care less about Cleveland and New York baseball. Well, I hate I, to tell you that. I'm does, sorry. Yeah, how does the game go? Like, seeing the Yankees lose at Yankee Stadium is hilarious to me. I don't know how much longer Terry Francona is going to manage for. So I'm, kind of, I'm trying to enjoy that aspect of I, it. I didn't watch a whole lot of Padres, Dodgers. Oh, either. see, I did yesterday. I thought both those games were great yesterday. The Braves, I mean, the Braves-Phillies was tight, and then Acuna got hit. Duel, it was yeah. a great pitcher's duel, yeah. and then they scored those three runs on, like, little uh, infield singles. And then the Padre-Dodger game was a good back. I mean, the Dodgers jumped on, and Padres just, it was back and forth all night. Dodgers had a ton of, ton of chances late. Bases loaded in the seventh. They couldn't score. Depends on the game. If you give me, if the Yankees score six runs in the second inning, and it's like, all right, well, I, eh, I'm probably not going to. Sure. I'll keep an eye on the score just to see if Cleveland makes a comeback. But if you give me like a two to two game in the eighth, like yeah, that'll go big screen over over Commanders and Bears. Although I am thinking about being a sicko and betting the over tonight. What's the number? Thirty eight. <laughs> it's such a low number. That is such a low number. We're so screwed. We're gonna get twelve nine again. We're gonna we get really are. sure, but we're due for a doozy. And I'm with you. I think we're we could do for a doozy. we're due for a doozy. I'm just gonna put that up as a poll question. Are we due for a <laughs> we're doozy? We're due for a doozy. We could get a couple of fumbles. You can get a pick oh. six, right? By the way, on uh, Justin Fields too. You mentioned his passing stats. I saw this. The Bears are averaging 135 passing yards a game oh my this season. God. That is on pace to be the lowest. Since By when? any team since 1980. Who was that team in 1980? I don't, I don't know. Tampa Bay? Probably. Well, here's my thing. I, I've come to realize, like, if the Braves are playing a team or playing a game in the playoffs, I'll watch. The Mariners can get me in just from, I know there's a lot of people in our area that care, and I think they're kind of a fun team to watch. <sighs> Outside of that, man, unless I know there's, like, some crazy thing going on, I'm kind of realizing about myself, I don't really care. Like, get to the LCS, and I'll really care. That's okay. The LDS, eh. I was that way in the wild card round when games are going on on the weekend. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't. I don't, I, I can't sit down and waste my weekend watching I can't baseball. Do I don't care about I want to watch college football. I've wait, yeah. I wait all year for this. I want to watch the <laughs> NFL. Like, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. But, but when you give me a one-off game that is, that is more than likely going to be horrific, then, yeah, you can get me. Like, because what were we all begging for last Thursday? Something else. I would have watched the Blazer preseason game over that. That's how bad that game was. Like, or at least had well, another Israel screen game on. Wasn't on TV. That was the problem. It was not on TV exactly. So we didn't have any other options. And the baseball playoffs, I don't think started until Friday or whatever day yeah. they started. So at least tonight we have an option for an alternate screen, or you can change channels if this thing truly does get horrific. All right, we're hammering the over. Hammer, with, let's do it. I'm dude. with you. Nobody wants to see 38 no. points scored. We want to see 50. 38 points. That's low. Carson Wentz and that offense can move the ball a little bit. We need a we need a twenty four twenty game. Hey, give me like thirty four twenty four. Let's do you it. Know, give me give me some points here. Let's we deserve it. it. Let's ride the over. Uh, all right. So you guys are all liars. I I've I've come to that conclusion. Coming up next, Pac twelve picks against the spread. Update on our record and what we think about this weekend's Pac twelve games. That's next. Dirt and Spring on the fan. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Well, we did get one person that tweeted us. Matt said, I have one red long sleeve corduroy shirt I wear in the winter, probably 20 years old. So corduroy shirt, like what's the difference between that and flannel? Is it as warm, as comfortable for you? Because I love flannel shirts. Ooh, see, I used to. I, I can't do heavy clothing anymore. Like even for, on like a cold day, yeah, you're out it's, going it's, for a walk. It's really weird. I don't uh, like layers. Okay. I hate being layered up. It it makes my skin crawl actually. But that's a little weird. It is weird. Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's a lighter, warm material, so it keeps you warm, but it's not as heavy as flannel. I think that would be the difference between those two. I actually like going like super flannel, like bigger, thicker. Like you can get flannel shirts that like have pockets in them. They're like almost a sweat, like a flannel sweatshirt kind of thing. So I have one that all over that. Yeah, I have one that's kind of like this. It's like a. It's actually a jacket, but it looks like a really yeah. thick shirt that's a button-up. That's what I'm talking about. I'll wear that, but that's because the inside is lined like a jacket. Ah, I don't, you don't I have don't, the flannel on your skin. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, here's the other thing, too, though. When I wear flannels, very rarely do I just wear a flannel normally. I usually have a shirt on underneath it, too. I get too hot. Yeah. I want to take it off, and then I get cold, so i got to put it back on, and <laughs> I, I'm an on-off situation. It's the worst, man. I have a lot of problems. Um, all right, let's get to it here. Pac-12 picks against the spread. Ooh, baby. Every Thursday at 6.30. Dirt, what are our records? Not a great week last week. Nobody was above 500. Uh, you and I both went 3-3. Three and three. I hit on Arizona State, Oregon, and UCLA. Uh, you, Sprague, hit on Oregon, USC, and UCLA. I was actually really happy with the 3-3 three and three week because I yep. took a lot of big favorites, and I did not trust myself on that. Um, and then let's see, Swigard was, oh no, excuse me, that would be three and two. My apologies. I have my records wrong. So we were above 500, three and two. And Swigard was one and four. Uh, so on the season, I'm good at math, right? Swigard, he hit Arizona State and that was it. He took the Beavs, they didn't cover. He took Arizona to cover, they didn't cover. He took Washington State to cover, they didn't cover. And he took Utah to cover, they didn't cover. Uh, we have uh, Swag's picks. I'll, I'll read them off. So on the season, I am 29 and 20 Ooh, and nice, 1. Nice season. And you are 34, 16 and 1. <laughs> so that's where we're at. We got Swag's picks, and we'll read them off at the end of the second. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's start. 11 a.m. game. Are you going to watch any of this at all? I'm being honest here. Yes or no? Cal at Colorado, Pac-12 Network. Cal, 14 and a half point favorites. No, I'm going to Bend this weekend because the Ducks are off, so i got to be a little uh, judicious with my time. I'm going to DVR stuff and watch it on the iPad throughout the course of the day. That's a good call. And this is not going to get any of my attention. No. And I will take Cal, minus the 14 and a half. I, until you see, has Colorado covered a spread all year? No. Okay, then give me Cal. Yeah, I'll also take Cal. The only caveat here is the hook. And you can say, well, it's, it's Colorado, Sprague. I'd say yes, but I also thought Arizona State was awful, and then they fired their coach. Sometimes there's a fired coach bump, and maybe that results in an extra point or two. It could. I think you have to have talent. I don't think they have any talent. I think but... Jay Knott's going to run all over this team, and <laughs> it's not going to matter. Uh, 2.30 kick. We'll talk with Christian Capel, who covers the Huskies, at 7.30 today. What's going on in Washington the last couple weeks? Yeah. The Dogs are home now where they're undefeated. And they're hosting Arizona, 2 p.m., 2.30 kick, Pac-12 Network, Huskies, 14-point favorites. Yeah, this one I have struggled with all week. I liked it a lot more when it I think earlier in the week it was at 14 and a half, and it's moved a little bit. Some money's come down, and so it's at 14. Because it's at 14, I'm worried about the push. I just think Washington's a different team at home. Would I know, you rather have the push than... I mean, you'd rather have the you know. push, but I, I would I would consider gambling on Arizona if it was 14 and a half. Okay. Uh, but because it's down to 14, I know it's you know you're, you're splitting hairs there. But Washington has been a different team at home. I think they're going to be eager to get back. Arizona's going to put up a lot of points. I don't know what the over under is in this game. The Oregon Arizona. Yeah, the Oregon Arizona over under hit because Oregon put up a ton of points and Arizona put up a ton of well not a ton but they got to what 20 something. I think the same thing will be true here, but Washington's at home. So for that reason, not confident, I'll take the Huskies. This is my last one. This is my last one of the year unless Washington plays Colorado. I have taken UW and the number, a big number, 
I, they, they've let me down. They lost to UCLA, and they got rolled by Arizona State. Uh, this is my last chance with you Huskies. Uh, I'm only taking you because you're at home. Arizona is just not quite there. And so I think Arizona can that move the ball. That defense is horrific. It's really bad. And I just think Washington's have a get-right weekend. Arizona puts up some points, but Huskies in a blowout. I'll take Washington minus the 14. Stanford on the road going to the Golden Domers. Notre Dame, NBC, or the uh, Cock Network, 430 kick. Notre Dame, 17-point favorites. <sighs> Come on. We know where we're going. Right, give me the tree. You got to take those points. That's I'm a taking lot those points. of points, man. They, that's a lot of points. They also, though, were a uh, that big of an underdog on the road at Washington and did not cover. They were that big of an underdog on the road at Oregon. They did I think not Washington's cover. Washington's better than Notre Dame. They were that big of an underdog against USC. They did not. Well, not that big, but they were like a ten and a half point underdog against USC. Did you're, not cover. You're naming teams that are better than Notre Dame. That, like that is true. Not, that's the difference. You, I knew Stanford was going to have a get up off the mat game. Yeah. Like, they were going to have one of those. And I think it was last weekend. They sure. played better than they had all season. Part of that was well, Oregon Ohio State, State and Charlotte. Well. Uh, Ohio State? Yeah, they played Ohio State to start the season. Stanford did? No, Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame. I'm talking about Stanford. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm talking about Stanford getting up off the mat. Gotcha. I think they played a better game last week. But that was such a demoralizing loss. They haven't won a Power 5 game in over over a year. <laughs> like, I, this, there could be quit in that locker room. Like, at what point does that set in? That loss had to have been devastating. The only team, I think, with a longer Power 5 losing streak than them is, like, Vanderbilt, who's lost, like, 26 in a row against Power 5 schools. Academic standards, baby. Like, what has happened? But you're right. That's a lot of points. I, I will take those points. Yeah, I'm going to take Stanford just to back the pack. Screw Notre Dame. Plus 17. Let's go. Push number Maybe Notre Dame, did they end up beating BYU last week? I didn't watch yeah, much of that game. Did they? BYU's taken a stumble since that Oregon game. Yeah, yeah that's what we do to people. Uh, USC at Utah. Going on the road here. This is an interesting game. I'm curious to see where you go on this one. 5 o'clock kick on Fox. Trojans at Utes. This is Utah. Minus three and a half. I've been betting a lot against USC this year, mostly out of pride, and I hate USC. Uh, and it's it's worked a couple times. Like, you know, you had uh, Arizona State covered against them, Oregon State covered against them. Nobody's beaten them yet. This one's different for me. I, I USC, to me, is the better football team right now. I got a lot of concerns about Utah, and I think they showed themselves in that, even though they beat Oregon State handedly. I don't like where we're going today. We, <laughs> we but you're line. having a good year, so I'm okay. We're both having a good year. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, Swag took Utah. Um, but I just there's I got concerns there, man. Their defense is not what it was last year. Nope. They don't have their star tight end. Yep. They're not running the football the way that we're used to seeing Utah run the football. The, the only thing that concerns me, well, there's two things. One, it's in Salt Lake City, which is it's a five o'clock game. That place is going to be rocking for USC being in town. And you got the hook. Those are the only two things that concern me. But just when I'm looking at who, what's, who's a better football team, the way USC's playing defense right now, it, to me it's not even close. So I think USC wins this game by a touchdown. I'll take them to cover. Yeah, I'm going to take USC with the hook as well. Even if this was three, I think I'd take USC. Look, Rice-Eccles is a different environment, especially for a night game. But everything you highlighted is right, and I think USC's offense is going to be able to move the football. And it's just like the Coug game, Arizona State. Like, you can hang with them. But can you keep up when they when you get going in the second half? Yeah, can you half? get a drive when you need it? And so I'm not I'm not convinced Utah can. I'm not saying they can't beat them, but I, I I'm just going to lean USC. This is a big game for USC. They get past this game, you start playing the schedule game for them for not only the Pac-12 championship. You do start talking about the playoff. That's just what it is. Come oh, Monday for sure. If they win yeah. this game. I mean, you're already kind of there. The number six team in the country. No, and I know. But this is like yeah. they got past Oregon State, and then they had a scare, and then you know Cougs came to. T- they got past those games. This is, I'd have to look until UCLA. I think it's the last huge game, right? Oh, they play nobody until UCLA. So, and then UCLA is going to be a good test. I don't know if that's in Pasadena or in It's LA. at the Rose Bowl. I don't know if it matters. So that's going to be more USC fan. Yeah, it's at the Rose Bowl. Uh, so we'll see. Last one, 6 o'clock kick, Pac-12 Network, Washington State on the road at my beeves. Oregon State, minus three and a half. It pains me because I know where you're going with this game, too. And I, we're going to end up having identical slates. I, this is actually a really tough pick for me because I, 
there, there's a fear with Washington State going on the road after that kind of lot, like that physical. They were beaten up by USC. Yeah, like that was an emotionally draining game. So and was on, the Oregon game. <laughs> well, sure, yeah, but I, I mean, on the other side of that, though, you have an Oregon State team that wins a game the way that they win it. Like that is such an uplifter. That is such a like that plane ride back is so different to, mm. to Corvallis to what Washington State was dealing with, and now you got to turn around and go on the road again to a team that I think is better than what they've shown the last couple of weeks. It looks like Cole Branson's going to be the guy. I think he's going to be more comfortable with it being his second career start. And they got going offensively late in that game, finally. I think they're going to run the rock a lot. But based on what Washington State has shown me defensively, I have to take the Cougs in this game. Yeah, if you're going to give me a hook, I'm going to take it. I want my beloved Beavers to prove me wrong here. Washington State is third in the conference in scoring defense. Um, Oregon State's bread and butter is the run game. Washington State's third in the conference in rush defense. Do you know where Washington State's weakness is? Secondary. They're 10th in the conference in pass defense. I don't know if Gobranson, maybe he will be, but Lindgren might have to throw the ball a little more than he wants to, and I, I just don't know if the kid's ready. He had some good plays, but this receiving core also dropped some key passes once in a while. Yep. Um, Cam Ward in that offense, it's not been spectacular, but I think it can do just enough to keep this score down and give Washington State a chance to not only win outright but cover this number. I hope to be wrong come Monday, but I have to take Washington State with that hook. This is this is a tough game. In fact, I, I'll be honest with you, 100%. This is the hardest one in me, for me I, of the weekend. I actually lean. I think Washington State is going to win this game. I, that win to me, you talk about feeling good on the plane ride. Jonathan Smith didn't feel good in post-game interview. I saw it. That dude looked defeated, and they won the game. I think there are some really questionable things going on right now, and mainly it has to do with quarterback, but it's the inconsistency on offense. Yeah. And this Dickert defense is legit, and so I worry they're going to get to Gobranson, who's not mobile, and uh, it could be it could be a tough day. Close game. But could be a tough day. We'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong and Oregon State shows up. We'll loan you Bo Nix for the weekend. That'd be great, actually. We're off. He would, we got no game. If you want to put him in the black and orange, I wouldn't be mad by it. Uh, so there you go. Pac-12 picks against the spread. Do you want to run down Swag? Swag basically was every other pick uh, the opposite he, of us, right? No, he was the same outside of Utah. He took Cal. He took Washington. He took Stanford. He took Utah. And he took Wazoo. Should we just switch all our picks now? <laughs> yeah, probably. So we could just fade Swigard? Fading Swigard is making you a lot of money this year. So uh, I'm a little nervous right now. Jordan, very quickly, is there one game in the conference you love with the number? Mm, I don't know, you guys. I, I haven't had a chance to look at it as much as you. I would say quickly, um, Arizona and Washington, after that beatdown, I'm not as high on Washington as everybody else. Arizona's 500. I think they can cover. You like that? They can cover okay. a 14-point spread for sure. Yeah, okay. The Wildcats, the plus 14 there. Uh, all right, there we go. Pac-12 picks against spread. We do it every Thursday at 6.30. We'll talk to Christian Capel of The Athletic. Uh, at 7.30. But it's 6.45, Dirt and Sprague. We're back with more on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Dirt and Spray. And admittedly, you wonder how bad inflation is? Yesterday, yes, I had a nice lunch at Taco Bell. Cost me about $28 at Taco Bell for lunch. People need to pay for those things, and they do that by getting jobs and getting in the economy and getting active and getting involved. This is Dirt and Spray. Who hasn't had $28 at Taco Bell? Dude, don't lie to me. Don't, don't nobody lie. Okay? We've all been there. That's a lot of Taco Bell. Though. It's not that hard to get to $28. It really isn't. I'm going to push Look, back on it's this. It's not I that hard. I don't care what inflation is. It's not is. that hard. The, the most expensive thing I order from them is probably the steak uh, quesadilla. I love that sauce that they put into it, and I love the steak. Because I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. Like, the people who act like they don't go to that place are just ridiculous. Yes, you do. Taco Bell is delightful. But, like, I largely just get... Like, this is honestly my order. If I go, I'm going. You know what I mean? I'm in, I'm yes. in. Yes. Two bean burritos, three soft tacos, and a steak quesadilla. 
That's my order. That is not twenty eight dollars. Sure, I mean I, you're you're uh, you're half assing it there. You got more in the tank. You could do but you could do better than that. What, what's your order? You give can me, do better than that. Give me a that. dirt order. You act like this is so <laughs> ridiculous. To get I mean, to I'm probably going three cheesy gordita crunches. I love cheesy gordita crunches. Three, okay. Three chalupas. You never know if three is going to be enough. Three. <laughs> you give me a steak quesadilla. Like boom, we're at twenty bucks right there. Do I want like a Mountain Dew Code Red on top of it? Maybe I do. I don't know. Baja Blast. Maybe I want a Baja Blast. I'm not judging your order. Don't judge mine. (laughs) When you like the more expensive items, I'm like, sure. If you're going to get thirty six soft tacos, like yeah, brother, your your price tag's not going to be that big. But when you're getting things that are on the higher end Taco Bell menu, which some of us like, we like the elegance of Taco Bell. It's it's going to add up quickly. There was not a more devastating realization of the world for me than when they created what they call the grande meal which is basically six tacos six bean burritos and me and my buddies used to go and this was when it was first introduced like yes kids i am that old we were there the day it came out and the grande meal back when it came out was seven (laughs) dollars and there wasn't a better deal in the world than us getting that it's now. I think if you get that, I think it's like twenty bucks. The grande meal is. Bucks. Yeah, it's. Hey, times are tough. It's ridiculous. You make now. him meet, man. Inflation. The, I just pulled up the menu. The cheesy gordita crunch is four thirty nine, and you get three of them. So there's twelve. And sometimes you want to get a little kinky, and you get the Doritos cheesy gordita crunch. That's four fifty nine. Okay, so that you're over right twelve dollars. There's twelve dollars there. right there. Chalupas, chalupas are basically four bucks. Okay, so there's 24, That's and what then I'm the quesadilla is like 5 bucks. That's what I'm saying. It's not that hard. That's wow. only seven items, and you can get to $28 very fast. And then you add a nice large Baja Blast. <laughs> and then you get a Baja Blast on top of it, and you're living large on a Tuesday. That I'm sure just destroys <laughs> some part of your insides, your liver or something. We used to not be able to drink Mountain Dew, and I remember I, I liked Mountain Dew a lot. Actually, I, I still do. Code Red is one of the all-time great sodas ever created. But I remember I went to a family get-together, and my... This side of my family, absolute prototypical rednecks, right? Like, what was our family get-together meal? KFC buckets! KFC! And I remember I wanted Mountain Dew. And my uncle, God bless him, R.I.P., what are you drinking that Mountain Dew for? I said, Mountain Dew is delicious. Why can't I have that, Uncle Chuck? And he goes, it's got yellow dye, shrinks your balls. And I never drink Mountain Dew after that. How do we know he's wrong? I mean, I was a child. We don't know. Tiny little stones, but I didn't want him to be even smaller. (laughs) But he told me that. I just assumed it was true. (laughs) Yellow dye number five. I never forgot that. (laughs) Somebody said a new challenge for you guys is to go uh, spend $28 on Taco Bell and see who can (laughs) eat it the quickest. Here's the thing I will say. Wait, uh, what did you say, Jordan? I'm just saying I'd beat both of you. If we wanted to have a oh, Jordan would smoke Taco me, Bell yeah. eating competition. I didn't no, know I'd Jordan would smoke you. He's, he, he looks like he, he came in and bragged in the commercial break that him and the wife spent that like 40 bucks on a Taco Bell order the other night. No, you started that sentence with he looks. Yeah, it, I, all right, all right. I mean, he would smoke I'm, me I'm, in a Taco Bell competition. It's, okay. it's you're okay. Not, you're not big, Jordan. You keep calling yourself big. You're not. <laughs> but dirt started that as if you got. Look, you have a look to you that fats, says you. Fats eat can fat. call fats fat. That's that's what works. Those are the rules. Okay. I know you, I'm chubby. It's fine. You are not allowed to use that because you're a damn string bean over there, and you can't make fun of us. All right. Bigger I'm fellas. Make, I'm not. Bigger fellas got to stick together. Him. Okay. Bigger fellas got to stick together. Jordan and I are homies because of that. I will say, like, like Taco Bell for me is like grocery shopping at Costco. It is impossible to go to Costco and not get more things than were on your list. Do you guys want to know my total last week at Costco? Give it to me. Oh. $718. $718. Yeah, buddy. Okay, now hold on. How much of that was meat? Ooh, uh, at least two hundred. Yeah, at least two hundred of that. Knew it, my man. Let me. I've had a I've had a Costco order like that. I know what you're doing. Let me uh, let me try to one up you here. Now I can't beat your total. I would actually have a panic attack if I checked out and they said it's seven hundred dollars. Quite literally, would start hyperventilating. (laughs) I went to Costco three days ago. I had six items. I went to self checkout. Six items. One oh nine. And I looked at the lady and I go, excuse me, I think this thing's broken. Come on, man. And she goes, 
No, those are just expensive. And I said, this is ridiculous. Sorry, honey. I just want some unsalted nuts in my life, and you're charging me twenty two ninety nine. Well, Give that's the how nuts. they get you. You walk in, you get six items. Everything in there is 10 to 25 yeah, bucks. Dude, it's, yeah. it's, you're done. Well, that's just, this is why Over. I say, like, Taco Bell and Costco are the same to me. Like, somebody said, Dirt, how are you not 300 pounds eating that much Taco Bell at yeah, one you time? you don't go very often. I don't go very often, and then I don't eat all of it. I can't, I can't eat that much food. But so who are you getting it for? This your- is the thing. When I go to Taco Bell, I'm in like a weird level of hungry. And it's like once every probably five to six months. I'm like a two to three time a year guy at Taco Bell. You're probably Bell. hammered okay. or you're super hot. Right. You're like, let's just go. I want tacos. Let's go get Taco Bell. I want Taco <laughs> Bell, honey. And we go to Taco Bell. And you just you look at the menu and you're like, that sounds so good. And you just start ordering. And you can't stop ordering. And then you get home and you eat like four of those items. And you're like, why did I get this much food? And then you have leftover Taco Bell in the fridge. And what do you do? You eat cold tacos the next day because there's kids in China that are starving. I'm not throwing that taco away. You eat them cold? Yes. You don't even try to heat them up? No. You should, can I give you a pro tip? Sure. Pro tip is skinny guy here. So I know you're going to say, the fats don't listen to you. No, we don't trust the you skinnies. Should, you should cr- trust the skinnies. Skinnies, it, we have a plight. No, you have better metabolism. Yeah, that's what it is. It's no, not that we don't enjoy is. to eat, okay? I'm yeah, sticking just, up for us skinnies. This is your genes. You were born with better genes than us. That's all it was. Well, that's, you know, we'll see about that. Um, here's a pro tip. If you have leftover Taco Bell or even, let's say, a cheeseburger your little booger eaters didn't eat, <laughs> warm it up. But don't microwave it. Air fryer. Oh. Wow. Okay. The air fryer will make it taste brand new, baby. Okay. That's a Do good a little tip. Do a cheeseburger or taco in the air fryer for now, about here's three my or concern. four minutes at 400 degrees. Okay. Pull that some out and enjoy. Here's my concern. Do you leave the vegetables on it while you air fry it? Is that okay? Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. You don't that's like always... a little warm lettuce? No, I don't. I like a little warm lettuce. A little I hot don't. sauce. Yeah, it's because you're not a real fat. You're I, not like me. I don't like warm lettuce. But yeah, no. I'm not, I can't do the soggy day no. after lettuce. See, that's... the fats are actually the most picky of eaters. <laughs> the skinnies will eat it all. Because we got to be. We're fat. <laughs> we can't eat it all. I mean, I'm already fat. If I eat it all, are you kidding me? How much fatter am I going to get? So let's take off the vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not a real vegetable anyways. Hour two is Rick Neuheisel got sources. We'll <laughs> talk some football during spring hour two on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 